Hello, this is Coach Tim Campbell, and I'm your host for the Self-Made is a Myth, Make a Difference Together show, where we are talking with successful business owners about the journeys to building their business. And because we know that success in business is not something that we can do on our own, we're taking some time to recognize the folks who have helped us to excel. Today, I'm excited to have a fellow business owner from California with us today. My guest is a self-taught and driven businessman, having uh, not attended a university and um, growing up just with his mom. So we'll uh, have him tell us a little bit more about that. And in his downtime, he enjoys hikes with his wife and while they're walking the dogs. And he's most proud to be married to uh, the woman whose leadership skills and love has shaped his family. And I, we're going to ask him to explain that here in a minute, because that is uh just sounds awesome it's my pleasure to welcome fernando to the show today hello fernando hey, hey how's it going thank you for uh, having me <laughs> awesome well fantastic hey um i am doing well thanks for asking and i'm excited to hear a little bit more about uh, your story and and share with our audience so let's start uh, with having you introduce yourself tell us uh a little bit of your personal story like where you were born and live and about your family and hobbies Sure, sure. So uh, my name is Fernando Leone. I'm the VP of Sales and Marketing for a managed security service provider. We're uh, we're responsible for keeping our clients' networks secure and operating 24/7. So we're responding to all kinds of alerts and uh, remediating any type of network issues. So that's what my professional side is. On the personal side, well, <laughs> what did you want to have me touch on there? <laughs> where, where were you born? Where do you live oh. now? And tell us about your family. Well, born in San Jose, California. Been been here for fifty eight years, so uh, haven't left. But um, <laughs> we love it. We love Northern California. It's a wonderful place to live and raise a family. Um, I've been married to my wife for the past 20 plus years and, uh, we built, uh, well, we've obviously had a great, we have a great relationship. She, uh, she is a remarkable woman. And like I said, in the, in the, in the questionnaire, she has shaped my life. She is my inspiration as is my daughter. they both are, they are the heartbeat of the family. I'm just in the background, really. I just say I'm an employee in the <laughs> family, <laughs> right? I'm just here and I'm a, I'm a producer is what I really am because they are the ones that are really directing and uh, providing, you know, my wife is the financial planner. She's is an amazing investor. She's been amazing with our finances. She's just, she's an overall amazing person. She came from Mexico, right? Uh, what uh, I don't want to say the amount of years ago because <laughs> <laughs> she, just, she hates it when I mention her age, but she's been <laughs> she's been here a little while. But um, she is just a remarkable person. Her her life story is inspirational in itself because she came here uh, when she was just seven years old and she made something of herself. She is just just so amazing, and uh, she. Her and I raised a uh, young lady now, which is she's just turned 21 a few months back and she's off to college. But those two, man, they're like 
two peas in a pod because they are so similar. And I just, <laughs> I just sit back and watch them and go, man, you guys are just phenomenal. People. <laughs> awesome. What's their names? Adeseli is my wife's name and Gia is our daughter's name. Fantastic. Now and you mentioned that you like to go on hikes. So where, where's your favorite place to hike? So we have a spot we go every weekend. It's called uh, Quicksilver. It's about five miles from here. It's a nice, it's a nice five mile hike. Mm. We see a lot of wildlife, wildlife from deers, wild turkeys. My wife's come across a bobcat. Oh, wow. Yeah, that she got a little spooked on that, <laughs> but she's, uh, and obviously all the birds and all that, woodpeckers, we see a lot of woodpeckers out there, uh -huh. but it's just amazing wildlife that you see out there, so. Very. Yeah. So, Fernando, I'm, I'm sure just because of the way that you just talked about your family that there's, I, I'm, I've got to assume there's a funny story that your family likes to tell about you. Is there one that you'd be willing to share with us today? Um... Well, they just say, well, you know, I, I, I do love to tell jokes. Uh -huh. I'm a, I'm a big joker at family events. I love to, I'm not really one that loves to have all the attention on me, but when there's a little downtime and people are getting a little, you know, the family's uh, 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 looking for a good laugh. I love to tell a great joke and I have lots of them, <laughs> but so a lot of them would say they're inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> but I do love to tell jokes. And that's probably one of the things my family loves to see, even though they're, they could be a little bit inappropriate. They're, they, they love to see that side of me because it's just, it brings joy to me to make others laugh. It's Wonderful. just a, it's a great time. And my dad was like that. My dad was uh, him and I are very much alike when it came to telling stories and jokes and things like that. Yeah. Well, hey, I know you're um, you're actually got your uh, your hand in a few different businesses. So tell us how the business came about and at what point did you have the confidence that you could run your own business? Well, back in 2001, uh, I'm sure a lot of uh, your listeners would uh, can relate that it was just an awful time. Right. 2001 was uh, the, the collapse of the dot com era. And then 9-11 occurred. I had just started at single point of contact and we were barely staying afloat in June. And as we so to 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 um, uh, to uh, take a few steps back, I, I the CEO of single point of contact, him and I had worked at a startup and he knew me because of, I don't know, I guess he just liked my personality and he thought, hey, come and work for me. You got a great personality for sales. I know you're part of the production team, et cetera, et cetera, and all that. He goes, come and do sales for me. I think you could do well. And that's when I first got into sales and uh, he knew my background. He knew I didn't have an education. He, he knew that I was, uh, but he knew I was a go-getter. I was the first one in the office, last one to go. I was just always hustling. So he liked that. He and and I had no idea he had his own side hustle back then. You know, the side hustle wasn't really a term for uh, back in 2001. So I came to work for him, and things were as right before 9/11. We started to hit a little momentum, and then boom, uh, the, the 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 wind from our sales was just taken out because of 9/11, and um, we uh, 
we struggled to get some uh, additional momentum, but we've uh, built a very solid business out here. And uh, it's been, uh, we've been very blessed, let's just say. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a very, um, very good year for us. So we're pretty happy. Well, tell us a little bit more about the company. Um, just share the name again. And what do you guys do? How do you help people? So single point of contact is primarily a managed security service provider, but we also take on all of the help desk support, right? So organizations either rely on full-time IT people or they outsource the IT responsibilities. And there's a, a, a slew of things that we're responsible for, right? We ensure that we implement strategies so they don't have problems, mm -hmm. right? We want to reduce any type of network security issues, any network issues, uh, computer problems. We implement tools so our clients don't have problems. But when they do, they call us, we resolve the issues. Mm -hmm. So that's primarily the business model. We're here to implement a, a solution so they can stay focused on their business. Let us take care of the network and all the security. Wonderful. And are, do you guys um, serve clients globally, nationally, regionally? How, what's your footprint? We do. We provide a 24-7 model. So we get uh, clients from all over the world. They uh, rely on us to deliver that platform to them because they they either don't have the bandwidth or the skill set internally so they rely on us or hire us to fill those gaps to fill what uh, areas they're lacking expertise in wonderful fernando share a story where someone pushed you or inspired you you could do it even though maybe you didn't think you could and the impact that that person had on you sure you know my aunt is 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 the first person that comes to mind because um, she was, she always um, at family events. She's my one of my favorite aunts. She would always tell me, "Fernando, you're so smart." And I would just look at her and go, um, "I'm barely gonna graduate from high school. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you really know what you're talking about." That's what I'm thinking, right? But I love my aunt, and I would just smile and I say, "Thank you, Tia. I really appreciate that." She would always give me words of encouragement. Uh -huh. And, you know, one thing she did, <laughs> she wouldn't say it to my brother and she wouldn't say it to my other cousins, which was kind of funny. I'm just like, ooh, what, you know, what, what does she really see? I don't know. I, she must have seen something because I didn't see it. Mm. But, um, you know, it, it, and this carried on to even when I went to junior college, I flunked out the first semester. It was just, just school wasn't for me. Right. I, I was just too busy. I was too, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what it was. Girls. <laughs> <laughs> and telling Girl. jokes. Yeah. And telling jokes. <laughs> well, I was just so, I was just the guy who always wanted to have fun. Mm -hmm. it, it was just, that was just part of my personality. And uh, for some reason, people would gravitate to me. They're like, okay, Fernando's the fun guy. Let's go have a great time. We're going to hang out with him. We're going to have a great time. And mm -hmm. And I, you know, I have, I still have relationships with my buddies from high school and I graduated from high school over 40 years ago. So wow. we have great, great relationships with people that are just incredible and they're doing incredible things in the world today. So very happy to uh, have that circle of friends that I, I currently have. Wonderful. 
Um, what's uh, you've 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 been in again business for quite a while and uh, different experiences. What would you say is your biggest learning as a business owner? Well, this took me a while because the first ten years at Single Point of Contact, the method of generating business was cold calling. Mm. And I had an assistant who would send out mailers and would send out, uh, we would spam, uh, uh, you know, organizations. And then they had me hire a group of cold callers that I managed and trained. And we would create scripts and, and call into specific uh, regions of, the, of California and specific industries. So we had to create specific uh, what we call sales processes. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it worked out. I mean, it, it, I, I look back to the amount of, of meetings we would create each year and it, it was decent. It wasn't like, oh my God, we're only getting 10 meetings a year. No, we, we would get, we probably booked anywhere between, what is it? Two, three, four. 60 to, I don't know, 80 meetings a year. And which is decent. It's not, that's nothing earth shattering. Right. And then during this whole process of, of building a business, my boss is like always ahead of the curve. The guy is just a, he's just a pure genius. And he would tell me, Fernando, you really need to look into PPC, SEO, content creation, marketing, online marketing, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And, and that was like 12, 14 years ago. And I would just look at him and I go, mm, yeah, it, it, I'll be honest. <laughs> it was out of my comfort zone, right? Yeah. Something, I just wasn't comfortable looking into it. I just felt like, oh, I, I, I don't think I have the intelligence level to understand how to build these campaigns, how to manage them, how to... Sure how to uh, strategize for this type of, uh, of effort. Mm -hmm. And because I was so used to like, oh, making cold calls and cold calling is scary to people. Oh God, it, it fueled me. <laughs> really, I looked, <laughs> I looked at nose like, oh my God, that's like refuel, you're refilling my gas tank. I'm like, <laughs> I'm ready to go. I don't, you know, even though I don't like nose, I was just very determined to get that meeting, get in front of a CEO, get in front of a CFO. It didn't matter. Yeah. And even though well, you have that, you have that winning mentality. So to you, a no is just one step closer to the next yes, right? Exactly. Exactly. I never let it, I never let it uh, discourage me. And it never felt like, oh, these people are much more intelligent than me. They're at a different level of uh, education. Nah, nah I, I, I've never been afraid of that. But when my boss said, well, you should look into online marketing, I was like, ooh, I, I, got, a little, <laughs> I got a little scared there. Yeah. But thank goodness I attended a, a webinar and they were just talking about PPC and the strategy behind it. And I'm like, oh, gosh, this looks easy. <laughs> I didn't know this could be so powerful. Right. I was like, I was so stunned that it would be uh, this easy to generate new business. And I tell you, the first year, what was it? Close to 300 meetings the first year. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know it blew my whole 
uh, it blew my uh, my uh, my 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 uh, my my uh, numbers with the cold calling. Yeah, it was it wow. was it, yeah. I was uh, I was uh, surprised how much business or how many meetings were scheduled because of PPC, and it just changed everything. And um, I, I'm going to have to um, admit that people marketing is the only way to go if you want to build a sustainable business. You cannot build a business without a, a, a smart marketing campaign. And there's so there's a lot of of components to marketing, and it just depends on which direction you want to take. But it's very achievable. I'm a big dummy and I did it. I know anybody, I know anybody can do it. If I can do it, anyone out there can do it. <laughs> I love it. Well, I appreciate yeah. you sharing that for the audience. Hey, we know that um, business success doesn't happen in isolation. So tell us about one of your biggest challenges um, during the years and, and maybe a, a fellow business owner who came alongside you and helped you through it. Um. I'd say one of the biggest challenges um, has been management of people, mm. right? Yeah. Internally, keeping them motivated, saying the right things, sure. dealing with multiple personalities. Mm -hmm. And this is where I lean on my boss, you know, our CEO, who is just, he has such a high EQ. Mm. He knows how to handle different personalities. And him and I, we're very close in age. We're, we're same generation. And I'm very, very, how would you say? I'm very direct and candid. Uh -huh. And he is more of a, of a softy, right? Okay. Yeah. If somebody, <laughs> so I, it was, it was, uh, for me, it was challenging to manage people that were a bit delicate for some reason, right? Because we're yeah. very, you know, I grew up in this, you know, I was born in 65. We, in the seventies, my mom, I, I could have gone missing for three days and my mom would have known, right? They would have been like, okay, he's not, we're, right. you know, she's, she's too busy, right? It's like, but we took care of ourselves back then. And it just made us very thick skinned. It made us very, uh, just, just, it, it toughened us up. Sure. And I see today's generation and mm, they're a little soft. <laughs> it's, it's, and for some reason, my boss knows how to deal with them. He's just like, okay, I know how to deal with these kind of yeah. people. It's, yeah. You know, it's just, it, it, he's really good. At it. So it, I must have a low EQ. <laughs> it makes me, so we use um, DISC, uh, the DISC assessment when we're working with our, our clients. And so what you're describing for yourself sounds like you're a high D, which is, you know, all about, you know, winning and, you know, doing whatever it takes to win yep. and, and facts and figures and, and yep. not this, you know, soft, soft stuff and touchy feely stuff. <laughs> and, and that is absolutely needed, right? In yeah. terms of a business needs that personality. And right, it sounds like your boss is, is probably more, you know, may, more of an I or an S, which is in tune with people's feelings and understanding emotions and being able to read the yes. room. Yes. And so the, the reason I'm sharing that is companies need these different qualities, but not one person doesn't have all of the qualities. So, yeah. you know, we, we bring others around us who offset our strengths so that, 
you know, together as a team, we're able to, to do all the things that are needed. And, um, and when, once we realize that, right, just like you've said, well, you know, once you realize it's like, oh, well, I'm just, they're going to be more aware of this situation. So I'm going to ask them for advice, right? <laughs> yes. I, yeah, my boss and I, we balance each other out pretty well. So that's fantastic. Hey, I'm going to put you on the spot here a little bit just for fun is, so if I was to ask you to pick three people um, in your business owner, owner journey that you're um, most grateful for them being there uh, in terms of helping the business's growth, who are those three people and how they help you? Well, I heavily rely on, on our CEO when it comes to um, closing big deals because during these discussions, Questions can be, questions can get very technical at times. Mm -hmm. And he has always had my back. He's always been there to support me. And he's been uh, instrumental in, um, in closing some very large deals. I mean, he helped me close Google. We closed some, one of the largest real estate uh, developers in the world. Wow. He helped me close that. I mean, we've closed some very large opportunities together and I, I, I don't think I could have done it without him because he's just, he's that good, even though he's super technical and you, and, and let me tell you, he will geek out on you. <laughs> One of the most brilliant guys you will ever meet when it comes to building networks and just troubleshooting problems from a technical side. But he has another side of him that is also, he's a joker. He loves to entertain he's got the <laughs> one of the most sparkling personalities you will ever meet and you don't see that he's right. like a unicorn because <laughs> yeah you don't you don't see that as somebody right. who's technical because they're very introverted sure. and he's far from being an introvert yeah i love so, it and what's his name gregory all right yeah second person <laughs> so you said to mention uh, yeah yeah what's person number two uh person number two is miriam Miriam Diaz, uh, Salim, she is instrumental in managing uh, dispatch. She's also managing our remote teams who uh, can be in other parts of the United States because a lot of our guys work remotely. Sure. Other guy, uh, some of our guys work in uh, Spain and other parts of the world. Yeah. And she just, she creates this, this chemistry among them, right? And She's really at the front line ensuring our clients are happy. Mm. And if when something is, if there's a fire, she knows how to put it out. She knows what team member to assign. She just, she, she does a really good job managing people. And we're very grateful for uh, her being on the team because without her, oh gosh, I, I don't even <laughs> want to think about it. <laughs> And the third person, our CFO, Gita. Gita is make sure um, uh, that our finances are always uh, in great shape. She's uh, she's on top of her business and just and we don't hear from her much because she she solves problems. She's yeah. the one solving a lot of a lot of our problems and. Yeah. Uh, um, but when, um, 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 when we need to discuss a contract and she's always there, she's very, she's got our back and, uh, I really appreciate her. She's, she's, a, she's an amazing woman. 
Fantastic. Well, let's shift gears here a little bit, Fernando. As you think about the next three to five years, what are the biggest challenges that you see that you're going to face in terms of uh, achieving your goals? And who are the types of people you're going to need to help you resolve those challenges? So our, our right now, um, because of our business model, we work with a specific industry. And within that industry, we saw a huge gap. And we decided, okay, if we're going to start a business that's going to fill that gap, we need to do the following. And that is one of my biggest challenges right now is getting this online business going because this business is going to help the IT service industry with a lot of areas they struggle in. We see a lot of struggles within the IT service industry. And we, we, we see an opportunity to fill that gap. And right now, that's my biggest challenge right now. And that's, uh, yeah, in four or five years is to get to that point where we can just exit. You know, that's our exit plan. Five years from now, we're like, hey, hey we, can, we can sell this business and sail off into the sunset because this is a huge business opportunity for us. Mm. And I already have my hands full with single point of contact, but I'm working weekends, after hours, to get this business going. And um, we see, we're, we're pretty excited about it because it, it, I mean, look, I, money's great, I, but I'm going to be able to help others. Mm. Right. And that is something that my mom taught me. I didn't, I didn't, I forgot to mention that is my mom, who is also one of my inspirational figures as a single mom, she had it really rough, mm. but she was helping so many people yeah. when we could, she couldn't rub two pennies together. Mm. And that taught my brother and I a very valuable lesson, right? Mm. To volunteer, to help others, to be kind. If you can't find a kind person, be a kind person, right? So she taught us a lot of valuable lessons in life and morals and principles. So yeah, and this is what probably one of the reasons we developed this business model, because we see a lot of CEOs struggle. And they're, they are amazing people who keep the networks going, who keep, yeah. who keep the, these businesses or clients operating their business. Because let me tell you, without IT, you can have all the sexy hardware and software <laughs> in place. If it's not configured correctly by the IT guys, yeah. and it's just a pile of junk. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna ask you another question here, but beforehand, what's your mom's name? Clara. Clara. Fantastic. Clara. Yeah. So um Fernanda, are you far enough along on this business, this new business venture to to be able to share with the audience what it's all about? Well, sure. It's called the MSP Corner, and we um we are we do have a live group on Facebook that we discuss a lot of topics such as you know, what you should be doing with SEO or, you know, your marketing strategies. We're, we're mainly discussing marketing strategies, but I know these guys, these are all CEOs, very techie people. They love to hear about new technology that's coming out. So we have webinars on technology that's going to help them either increase their revenue or uh, get their clients, you know, have security, you know, a tight security in place. So there's there's various topics that we're discussing, but mainly it's going to be about selling value because these guys, they talk about tech services sure. and they got to focus more on selling value instead of tech support, because 
Clients don't want to hear about tech support. They want to hear about how you're going to solve their problems, yeah. how you're going to prevent problems. Right. And that's the key to win, key to winning business. So, but yeah, the MSP corner is uh, uh, probably another month, two months out from going live. I feel like, you know, we, we, we have a team that we're working with, they're the web developers and, and God bless them, they're great people. But it's like, we take a few steps back forward and then we have a meeting and we're like, oh my goodness, we, we're taking a few steps back. Yes, yes. Because of the challenges and development and, yes. and, and, and workflows and processes. And yes. it's, yeah. let me tell you, building a business and especially an online business, it's challenging. Yeah. It's challenging. It, it that that two steps forward, uh, it kind of one step back idea. It kind of, it reminds me, um, my mindset coach painted this picture for me. Like every time I've lamented about my own journey, he's like, well, Tim, how, how do people, how do professionals climb a mountain? Do they go straight up? Like, well, no, of course not. Right. They go back and forth. And why do yep. they go back and forth? It's because that's the only way to get to the top. So he uses that analogy to say, Hey, Tim, maybe you're not ready to go straight up. Right. Maybe you have to veer off to the right because there's some learning and some experience over there, right? To prepare you to go up to the next level. And I really like that visual of, oh, so everything that happens is for a reason, right? And it's for our own growth and development to prepare us for the next stage. So instead of it being two steps back, right? It's a learning and growing experience. Yeah, I like that. I like that, uh, that analogy. It's so true because... You know, I see a lot. I see a lot of this. Uh, I see a lot of colleagues get discouraged because they had a bad experience. And I want, and that's part of the conversations we're having on uh, in the MSP corner group is like, just because you you failed doesn't mean that you're going. It's not a life sentence. It's yes, not, yes. It's not forever. <laughs> yes. You have to keep trying, right? Yes. And um, it, Mar I. I, I can never say it enough. Marketing can change your life, can change your business, it can change the, the trajectory of your organization. Because yes. when you plan something and you know your market so well and you've done the research, you, you, you need to determine a marketing strategy because it's, uh, it's the only way your business is going to grow. Yeah. I've heard this uh, analogy before of fail forward. Yeah. So as long okay. as you're failing forward, then right, it's all good. It's just part of the part yeah. of the journey. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Fernando, last question here. Um, Jim Rohn, awesome, awesome business guru. Uh, one of his quotes is that we become the average of the five people that we spend the most time with. So as you think about that quote and um and and specifically for you know business owners who are listening to this podcast, what advice would you have for for those folks who are trying to do it on their own? Well, the first thing I'm going to say, and this is what I tell my daughter, um, you're going to fail, mm -hmm. but, and you're going to fall down. And the only person that's going to pick you up is yourself. Mm -hmm. And I, I sometimes have to take my own advice because yeah, I have setbacks, right? I, even with this online business, I have setbacks. And, 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 and in the back of my head, I can hear a little doubt creeping in, just a little. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no, you cannot allow doubt or even uh, questioning your, your, your journey because 
if if you have thought it what if you if you've had a if you have thought things out well and you've come up with a strategy and it's sound and you you've uh, let me tell you um, I, I had to speak with other marketing experts about this before I even took this, this journey because sure. you, know, you got to get feedback from others. You just can't dive into something without, you know, talking to your mentors, talking to people that are in this industry because you, it might be something new for you and you want to get, you know, you want to get feedback from people that have been doing this for a while. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of funny because, I, I, even though I didn't major in marketing, I didn't major in, uh, in, you know, business administration or, 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 or technology or anything like that. I, uh, I have a lot of CEOs and, and executives that, 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 uh, majored in marketing <laughs> come talk to me about, yeah. okay, man, this, is what we, this is what we want to do with our marketing strategy. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I thought you learned this in school, but apparently not. No, just because you don't have a degree, it don't mean Jack. No, you can, you can learn a lot of this by reading, by studying, by researching and don't get hung up on education. This is all my, my drive and, and inspiration is, is inside of me. Right. And I look to others for inspiration, such as my wife and my daughter, but really this is, this is my own drive. And it's a goal. It's my own goal. I, I've, I've set a goal up and uh, I, 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 uh, I intend to meet it. So I, I like that idea. So everything is changing so fast that you know, even the, you know, the education that we got five years ago is, yeah. you know, in some cases is obsolete because yeah. technology's yeah. changed so fast, right? Yeah. So a couple right. of things you said that really resonated with me is, um, you know, first of all, having that own internal drive and goal, but then collect information from others and rely on others and, and learn as much as you can from people who have been there before, because right, it, it's, what's the point of, you know, trying to do it on your own when there's all these experts around us that are, you know, more than willing to, to share some tips and advice with us. Yeah, no, you're right. And I think that also people get stuck with this. This is, this is really important is focus on what you do well. Mm. You have a skill set, right? Stick to your skill set. If you want to build a website, don't go learning how to build a website. Hire somebody. Yes. Your skill set is specific to what you can do best. I'm great at presenting. I'm great at marketing strategy, but I suck at developing websites <laughs> <laughs> and all that, you know, every all, all the behind the scenes type of technology. Sure. No, no, don't, don't waste your time trying to learn new things. Focus on what you're, focus on your strengths. Yes. Delegate. People don't do a great job delegating. Yes. Yeah. I have. So there's a, an exercise that uh, I have uh, our clients do when they're wrestling with letting go. Right? So I, I ask them, okay, what's the revenue? You know, how much revenue is your business or what's your, you know, your top line sales and whatever that is, they tell me, I said, then divide that by 2000 hours, which is, you know, an average of 50 weeks a year, yeah. hours yeah. a week to get their hourly wage. Right. So yeah. if it's, if it's a million dollar company, your hourly wage is 500 bucks. So, you know, those jobs that you're doing, those tasks that you're doing, are they worth $500 an hour? No, 
great. Yeah. Then delegate it to somebody yeah. lower than of you in the organization. So you're freeing yourself up to do the strategy and the planning and the right and taking care of the team. Exactly. That's a great uh, uh, visual because they don't really think of it that way. And you just laying it out like that. That's that's a great visual. Yeah. Yeah. Because as owners, we think, hey, my time's free, but it's not because there's opportunity costs, right? Yeah. Uh, if I do that $25 an hour job, that means I can't do the $200 an hour job because <laughs> I ran out of time, right? That's right. That's right. That's right. So, Fernando, it sounds like you've been blessed with some incredible people that have helped you along the in your journey. If they were all here on the show today, what would you want to say to them? <laughs> Well, I would first want to say, you know, um, thanks to my mom, right? She is, I'm the person I am because of her. Um, I, I, I would say thanks to my dad, even though uh, early on in life, he wasn't around us. But later on, he came back and he redeemed himself. But I, I get a lot of his fearlessness, a lot of his the personality side of, you know, being a, a, a jokester, being a storyteller, being, having that confidence, right? My dad was a very confident man and he was a very kind man. But um, those two people were obviously, you know, they, they were instrumental in shaping who I am. Um, the, but then I, I, I know there's levels to this game, right? They say there's levels. Yes. And my wife, God bless her, elevated me to a whole nother level. And she, without her, I wouldn't be who I am today. She's the driving force. I would love to say, oh, I'm, 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 I am who I am because of me. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um, I, I, I credit her. She's an incredible human being who has taught me a lot, even though I am older than her and um, have been around longer, she has taught me so much. That's awesome. And, uh, and my daughter, you know, those, uh, that's only, that's four people, but those two have taught me so much about being a better human, being a better, uh, uh, just being an overall better person, because this is, uh, we, we touch so many lives, right? And especially me, I talk to dozens of people every week and you, 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 yeah you you touch somebody every week and it's like okay you you're, you're, you're making an impact mm -hmm. and how do you make an impact so and uh for the fifth person i would say you know my sister i love my sister i um she's much younger than me but she um she's she 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 brings me down to earth sometimes right <laughs> <laughs> she's the She's the one who can, you know, uh, share, you know, be be very honest with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she's uh, I credit her with that because she's a remarkable person. She's on an incredible journey herself and she's raised two daughters on her own. Right. That um, uh, um, and she's done a phenomenal job with these two young ladies who are also on a remarkable journey. So. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I got some great people around me. Wonderful. Well, Fernando, it was uh, a pleasure to speak with you today. Thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, you got it. You got it. Thank you for having me.
Awesome. For everyone who tuned in, thanks for listening to the Self-Made is a Myth show with your host, Coach Tim Campbell. Be sure to help us spread the movement by liking the show and posting about it on your social media. And to join our movement, go to BeMadTogether.com. All right, folks, that's a wrap. Make sure to pay it forward, and I'll see you all next time. Take care.